Thursday, March 3rd, 2022. Coming up on the program today, fat phobia activists on TikTok are spewing their 10,000 calories of nonsense. Plus, this vanilla latte has a big nutsack for you ladies to enjoy. A pedophile from the future is a big proponent of stalking women and smeared with a bag of shit. Distorted View Daily proudly presents a homosexual describing his toilet wiping preference. I will stand by this. Butt wipes, bidet, or we we better be in an emergency situation for me not to have a moist towelette to cleanse my pink pretty hole. If I got to drop a deuce in public, and I will, I will blow up a Target stall. I do not care. I will bring my antibacterial, got my Clorox wipes, I will clean that toilet, and I will sit on that toilet, and I will doo-doo in that toilet. And then I will take my own personal wipes, and I will clean my pretty pink puckered booty hole. How do I know it's pretty pink and puckered? Because I have a hand mirror, and I make sure I know every inch of my body. I love my body. The Distorted View Show with Tim Henson. Timothy James Henson, hold my hand while I poo. Get off my phone! I'm not going to fight for my country. I just want to smoke my weed, man. Eat my fucking cock. with you for the Thursday podcast doing a show for everyone as we sort of push everything back a day because uh, yesterday's show well that didn't happen we played a best of show so today doing a show for everyone tomorrow will be a sideshow exclusive podcast and guess who's gonna be working overtime this weekend this lazy sack of shit that's who yesterday I was convinced I um I had major blockage in that, uh, I don't know, vein or blood vessel or whatever that goes to your brain. This is what goes to, through my head and I become obsessed with because my neck hurt and then it, it made my the, it made my head feel weird. It was I was like 99% sure I was going to have a stroke last night. Truth be told, it's probably because I sleep weird. I've also been having sleep issues. I, I'm still waiting for this goddamn CPAP machine to come. We're going on month two. We're still dealing with this global supply chain interruption. How long is this supposed to go on for? And also, how hard is it to make a machine that blows air? Get your shit together, ResMed. Or more likely than not, Philips. <laughs> they, they're the one that had the recall. That's the big thing in the CPAP community. If you don't know what a CPAP machine is, it, uh, it's pretty much as I described it. It blows air and you put a mask on at night so you don't suffocate and die because your body's fucking defective and doesn't know how to breathe. In addition to uh, chip shortages and the supply chain issues, there was a massive recall on one uh, particular brand of CPAP machine made by Philips. Their CPAP line is called the Dream Station, which sounds good, but in reality, it should be renamed to the Cancer Giver. Although I don't know anyone who would actually want to purchase something named that. So as far as I could tell, uh, what the issue is with the Dream Station is there's like these little foam pads that are uh, in the machine. And under the right circumstances, that foam can start to break off into tiny little pieces that are then sucked up into the tube, the tube that you breathe from, and then, and then you know, th- those little foam pieces are shot down your throat or up your nose or whatever. And uh, I don't know, it's, it's made of pure asbestos, I guess. So, like, millions of those machines have been recalled. And because of that, like, no one wants... 
to buy a, a Philips CPAP machine, and everyone's going with this other company, and they're like the best, and uh, they, they can't keep up with the man, and that's the machine I'm waiting for. Now I don't have enough oxygen going to my brain, and I got clogged arteries. This is not looking good for Timmy Boo. Of course, none of that is diagnosed. It's all kind of in my head. But uh, all this talk does lead in nicely to my first real topic here on the show, and that is fat phobia. Look, I'm sure fat people are judged negatively based on how they look. When they get on TikTok and start screaming about discrimination, sometimes they take it too far, though. They themselves will badmouth skinny people and say, y'all have eating disorders. You're on restrictive diets to, to keep that weight down. It's like, yeah, they've set boundaries for themselves. They decided they just can't eat whatever the hell they want. They don't want to balloon up to 800 pounds. So they're not going to eat just a whole tub of frosting by themselves in one sitting. It's not an eating disorder. It's called being responsible. Anyway, one skinny person who was called out uh, wrote a comment. Are you fit phobic? Oh, it's not a fat phobic. Get it? Uh, why don't you like people losing weight? And here is a fat person's response to that. It's like when black people call out white people for valid things. Easy does it. You better know what you're doing when you start invoking the whole black-white thing. Comparing anything to racism. Whoo! You in danger, girl. It's like when black people call out white people for valid things and they're like oh so you're against white people you're against the white people are you being racist to us meanwhile all this skinny person is saying is why are you making fun of me for going to the gym kind of sounds like uh you, you got a bias against skinny giving people. very much that energy and nobody who's fat like hates on thin people what we hate is the internalized fat phobia that you show baby it is a walking red flag it has nothing to do with the fact you fucking work out it has everything to do that you would do anything to avoid looking like us which is inherent that's in your head that you're coming to that conclusion yeah the only reason you go to the gym is because you don't want to be fat you don't want to look like me. And it's like, it's not about you. It's about being healthy. The fact that she's taking this personally leads me to believe that she knows she ain't healthy. But she just wants to keep packing in the ho-hos. You know, she wants to do what she wants to do. Has everything to do that you would do anything to avoid looking like us, which is inherently fat phobic. Weight loss, people don't tell you, is that a lot of it is body checking, restricted eating. That's how you lose weight. You stop eating anything you fucking want. You start working out. You know, a lot of things that go along the line of a eating disorder. <laughs> and the reason the weight loss industry doesn't want to convey that is because they profit off that. No, who they really profit off of is like fat people who can't stick to a diet. And every few months they come back and try it again. But that might be a little bit too complex of a situation to discuss with you. We're just grasping this. Yeah, all you stupid skinny people will take it slow for you. I don't think these people want to be happy. I've got a clip here of another fat person who's upset about body positivity, which I believe is this idea that no matter what your body type, you should feel positive about yourself. How can she find a problem with that? that? That's like her whole thing, right? 
God, I'm so sick of mainstream body positivity because most mainstream body positivity is just straight sized people reassuring other straight sized people that they aren't fat. It's just a bunch of people saying things like, you're not fat, you're bloated. You're not fat, that's where your uterus is. That doesn't sound like something a lot of people say. How reassuring is it to hear your womb is puffy? So I just want to be really clear about something. I am not interested in soothing your fear of being fat. I am interested in creating a world that has no reason to fear fatness. Again, people come in all shapes and sizes, but at a certain point, at a certain weight, you're more likely to get heart disease and the beatus. Diabetes, 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 diabetes testing supplies. Just because you're okay with you being fat doesn't mean that everyone is okay with themselves being fat they, they don't want to deal with these problems that come with being overweight you see i'm interested in seeing fat people treated with dignity and respect the issue here is that uh, fat people are obviously very sensitive about this and there's a lot of negative things that happen when you're fat and if someone mentions that like oh god i gotta lose some weight my cankles are preventing me from uh, getting into my shoes they take that as a personal attack. The real problem are the shoe manufacturers who aren't making shoes for people with big fat cankles. You're perfect the way you are. It's Nike who should be ashamed of themselves. I'm interested in seeing fat people gain access to the rights and resources we're currently denied. I'm pretty sure she's talking about those amusement park rides they can't fit in because the seats aren't big enough. We played a clip of a woman who was struggling with that last week. Apparently, that's a big problem. I'm interested in seeing fat people gain full and uninhibited access to healthcare, employment, travel, clothing, and more. Oh my God, the travel thing has been a huge annoyance for fat people since I started this show. Not the podcast, the show. I remember the very first news story I ever read for Distorted View Daily back when it was on that 1-800-telephone service. It was about a fat woman who was upset because she had to buy a second plane ticket because she couldn't fit in the seat. Is that discrimination? Well, what's the alternative? The airplane loses out on an additional sale? They can't they can't book that seat because a fat person needs two? Why is it the airline's problem? If they made the seats wider or spaced them out or whatever, then you could fit less people on the plane, which would make the price of the plane tickets go up, which means everyone else now has to pay more to accommodate the overweight people. Back to these ridiculous TikTok videos. Of course, this is all going down on TikTok. A lady recorded a video saying that she decided to lose weight to improve her mental and physical health. That got someone all riled up. There's literally no research to support that losing weight increases your health. Yeah, I don't think that that's true. What the hell are you talking about? You've never seen a fat person lose weight and like before they lose the weight, they're heaving and wheezing as they walk? Like from the couch to the refrigerator? <laughs> And then, like, after they lose weight, they're running marathons and stuff? This woman is insane. The reduction of adipose tissue specifically increases your risk for type 2 diabetes, heart disease, and things like osteoporosis. People that care about their health don't put their health at risk by engaging in dieting activities. 
So unless you have a diagnosed medical condition where losing weight is literally the only way that you will get better, losing weight is not healthy. It doesn't benefit your physical health in any way, shape or form. And when most people say that they're losing weight for health, what they really are talking about is their overall general well-being. And research doesn't support that. Research supports that no matter the body size, if that body is engaging in regular exercise and eating balanced, nutritious meals, they will live longer, happier, healthier lives. I'm pretty sure if you're, again, 600 pounds, you're not eating a balanced diet. There's not a lot of greens in your meal. Wow, these people are really bending over backwards just to normalize fatness. Oh God, I got one more here. I don't I don't think I have the strength for this, Lord Jesus. I am going to be that annoying fat bitch. Well, you're in good company today. Like, I'm not gonna put things gracefully and pander to thinness. I'm going to make my fatness known and <laughs> fatness in general known. I feel like uh, when you're that fat, you don't need to make yourself known. You're out there. We can see you. Because we are literally silenced and ignored. So, yeah. I'm really? Because you and your fat sister seem pretty loud to me. Can't get you guys to shut up. Ignored. So, yeah, I'm going to be loud. Yeah, I'm going to be bitter. Yeah, I'm going to make a lot of content about fatness and anti-fatness. We've tried being graceful. We've tried being kind and understanding all that does is exhaust us i'm gonna yell for all the fat people who can't i'm gonna yell she's like a white plus size version of martin luther king more like martin luther king size am i right guys i'm fat pretty much so i'm allowed to make fun of these bitches it's like the gay thing or the black thing i'm allowed to talk about those groups because i'm in those groups just go with me on that last one. You can't see me. This is an audio podcast. Let's finish up with this girl who uh, very obviously has a chip on her shoulder. Chocolate chip. Understanding. All that does is exhaust us. I'm going to yell for all the fat people who can't. What fat person can't yell for themselves? Maybe if they're on oxygen. God, everyone wants to be a victim. And again, there is fat phobia out there, but Jesus Christ, she is making this her entire personality. I'm going to yell for the fat people without platforms. But at the same time, all credit goes to black fat women. (laughs) Holy shit. She really went there, huh? Who created this movement. Listen to me, but listen to them too. Listen to them first. Listen to them more. Fat Activision would be nothing without them. The funny thing is, I searched out fat phobic videos. Every single one I found, without exception, featured a white chick talking. They all looked the same. Where are the fat black women? Bitching and moaning on TikTok. Oh yeah, they've got bigger problems to deal with. They got their lives to lead. They ain't wasting their time with this bullshit. Anyway, that's what the pro-fat movement is up to on TikTok recently. Moving on now, I thought it might be fun to check in with one of our new absolute favorite Utards. I don't remember his name, though. I apologize. Problem is, he changes his YouTube uh, account name so often, and it's never his name. Right now, it's Puss Magnet. I think his real name might be Jay or John, something like that. We've been featuring his content for the last year or so. He appears to be very horny. He sort of flip-flops a lot between I can't get laid and ladies love my big fat dick. Anyway, here's what he's been up to recently. 
Look at this nice, fine vanilla latte looking white motherfucker. That's me, bruh. Six feet tall, six and a half, seven inches, big dick. Big sack and big dick. Six feet tall. Any y'all ladies that know me, that want to hang out with me, if you want, if you agree, if you want to, I won't hold back. I'll whip my fucking big white cigar out and you can do whatever you want with it. That's if you want to. <laughs> At least he's somewhat respectful. He's like, look. I want you to suck on my big fat seven inch white cigar, but only if you want to. You gotta you gotta want it before I'll give it to you. If you want to. I keep it real. Six foot tall, seven inches, fucking big ass digging sack. And to all my friends, thank you for all the love and support. To all my friends, thank you for giving this latte some support. Just, um, if you know any hot women, besides the seven that have already asked me out, and I'm like, nah. If you know any sexy women that live in the area, tell them to come to my house. Now, he doesn't have a car, so he, the, the woman is going to have to pick him up and bring him to her house. I'm Grant, and they can drive me to their house. They don't have a husband waiting for them, and they can take my cock and put it in their mouth. Nice white cigar, but if I'm going inside your, your, uh, your watermelons uh, a hole, no. I got condoms <laughs> for that shit. You ain't going to make me bang you with no protection. That's what we call it, the watermelon hole. Is it? Is that what we're calling it? I missed that memo. This is the biggest watermelon that thing I ever seen. Well, uh, you're going to need a big watermelon to fit that big fat dick and sack in you. By the way, while I was trying to locate that watermelon audio clip, I also, which kind of sounds a little racist, I came across this other watermelon clip that's even more racist, I think. Mm-mm-mm. Come chicken and watermelon. Right? I mean, it's not explicitly racist, but you get some racist vibes there. It's the way he's talking and bringing up watermelon and chicken. I don't know. It just doesn't sit well with me. That's why I decided to play it for my entire audience. Back to our pussy magnet utard here. Man, I told you he was horny. He's looking for a watermelon hole for his white cigar, but it doesn't stop there. He can't wait forever. He's going to take matters into his own hands. Alright, y'all can't see what I'm doing. That's good for YouTube. But I'm doing a challenge how long I can get off on myself before I bust. I don't even think I'm gonna bust. You guys can't see what I'm doing or hear it, so that's good. YouTube doesn't have an issue with this shit because I'm just seeing how fast and come on. Yeah, I haven't busted yet. See, it's only been 24 seconds. You can hear him slapping his dick. <laughs> Even though I hit it, uh, you're, oh, I'm a real one because I can hold a nut, nut buster for at least a, two minutes. Mm. Work, you fucking limp dick. Ugh, no, I'm not going to even be... I'll beat a minute. I can tell you that already, son. That's I'm a real man. I can hold it in a woman for like a two minutes without even trying. Glad y'all can't hear or see it. I'm not trying to be creepy, but... I'm not being creepy, but y'all can't see or hear. You're being a little creepy. Anyway, that's what Jay has been up to. Still not 100% sure if that's his real name. Speaking of creepy... Another new favorite of ours has been producing some quality content. Galileo 2333, pedophile from the future. He's not allowed to post on YouTube. For his content, we have to turn to BitChute. 
For those of you new to the program, Galileo is a real pedophile. He believes uh, old men should be allowed to fuck kids as young as three, I think. I believe that's his cutoff. Anyway, uh, here's one of his most recent videos. Hi, Galileo2333. I'd like to um, introduce a new kind of word to describe our MO, you know, sort of our tactics and, you know. Specifically, the tactic of finding, kidnapping, and raping toddlers. Just so we're crystal clear on what MO he's talking about here. You know, sort of our tactics and, you know, part of the way we do we do our activism. <laughs> this word is called stockify. <laughs> you know, as a general rule, anytime stalking is part of your activism, you're probably a part of something you should not be. Now, uh, what Galileo is specifically talking about here, you know, he is a pedophile. And occasionally, many times, uh, <laughs> these people will be kicked off of platforms. So in this case, he is suggesting that they occupy and stalk the, the, the people in charge of the social media platforms that are banning the pedophiles. This word is called stockify. You know, it's a Portman hour, you know, kind of a combination of occupy and stock, you know, stalking and occupying. Yeah, he specifically wants to stalk women, women involved in the university or social media platforms so um you know as men you know removing women from power um let's 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 think of it as stockify you know for instance um, you know invading the university if we want to um, get together you know a few thousand guys to go into a university and and um you know go on the campus and camp out there and, and refuse to leave and sit and say they're harassing women yeah i think now galileo is tiptoeing into illegal activity like harassing women i think he wants to follow them home so uh, we're going to have to find out where these people live and we're going to have to, um, you know, kind of, you know, we're going to have to, you know, surround their houses. You know, I think a lot of the content moderators, you know, for. Uh, yeah, what we're going to have to do is hold these bitches hostage. A lot of them are working from home and let's find out where they live and surround their houses. And, you know, whenever we get, whenever one of us gets banned from a big media platform, you know, or deplatform, let's find the actual, uh, let's find the actual person that made the decision and go, you know, stalk them. I have a rather dark prediction here. We're going to see Galileo 2333 on the news soon, and it's not going to be for anything good. He's focusing on women here because he believes feminists are the real problem when it comes to pedophilia. That's who's keeping him from doing what he wants to do. Babies. By the way, once again, he is encroaching on my territory here by reporting uh, on some very distorted view newsworthy stuff. I mean, these are things that interest him, of course. Man who impregnated 10-year-old girl says he doesn't deserve 160-year prison sentence. Exactly. He deserves to be released today. And he and that <laughs> yeah. girl should get together and they should just be, you know, they should be married and have, and have a relationship. Uh, yeah, he's an adult man and he started having sex with this girl, according to the news story, said sexually assaulting the girl uh, when she was eight years old. And, um, you know, that, that should just be, uh, you know, touching the girl and, and I guess having play and I'm playing with the girl and touching private parts kind of stuff that I'd be just fine. And um, it's just fine. And, you know, that old men should be able to have sex with young girls and it should be legalized. I bet you the judge that sentenced this man was a woman. Sounds like someone needs to be stockupied. Well, there you go. That's what Galileo 2333 has been up to Been working on his activism. Finally, before we get into the news today, we've been talking a lot about uh, Pastor Greg Locke recently. He had a book burning. He encouraged people to burn their copies of Harry Potter. Then he started accusing members of his congregation of uh, being witches. We talked about that. 
He said a lot of nutty things, and now the Remix Brothers has taken Greg Locke's sermons and turned it into a song. Take a listen. It is not natural for a man to ignore his wife and stay up in the basement at 3 o'clock in the morning clicking on pornography. I've seen too much! I ain't playing. Homosexuality, transgenderism, bestiality. Watch it. I've seen too much! Hours and hours in my office. That means always, every day and every night. I'm a truth teller. Yes, I'm saying it. A perversity that needs to come out. When in doubt, cast it out. And I'm hot. Fornication, pornography, adultery. Every day and every night. Homosexuality, transgenderism, bestiality. Every day and every night. Hey, the screams are of Greg as well. I've seen too much. I ain't playing. Fornication, homosexuality, transgenderism, bestiality. Watch it. I've seen too much. Hours and hours in my office. That means always, every day and every night. Get out. Speaking of which, we ain't playing your witchcraft games. We ain't playing with you bunch of Freemasons. We ain't afraid of you, you stinking witch. You care for worshiping Satanist witch. We cast you out. We in the name of Jesus Christ, we break your spells, we break your curse. Witch. I love the way he says witch and spells. All right, if you want to hear the whole thing, I will provide a link on the show notes today to the Remix Brothers song called Deathlock. <laughs> it's Greg Locke's I've Seen Too Much mix. Uh, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist and the fucked up news. Great time to sign up for the Sideshow and support Distorted View Daily. The Sideshow, of course, is DV's member site where you gain full access to the entire archive of programs. More importantly, every week we do exclusive shows just for paying freaks. It's a great time to sign up because although we didn't do a Sideshow exclusive program today, we're going to be doing one tomorrow. So sign up right now and you can catch that episode of DV and Tuesday's Sideshow exclusive podcast as well. Yeah, normally we do uh, two episodes just for paying members every week. You can now sign up and get uh, new Sideshow content on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. It's very simple. Just a couple taps. Pop, pop, you're in. Working on uh, adding past archives to those services. Uh, We've got SuperFreakSideshow.com as well. The OG. Sign up using all major credit cards or PayPal. When you sign up through SuperFreakSideshow.com, you get access to a uh, personalized RSS feed. And, of course, a username and password. You can plug that into most podcasting apps and get Sideshow content that way as well. For more information, check out SuperFreakSideshow.com. Membership's very inexpensive. Only $6.99 a month. Even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. This is how I make my living. So thank you so much to all of my Sideshow members. They are the reason this show continues. We do have other ways to help DV out. We've got a Patreon account patreon.com slash distorted view you pledge as little as a dollar over there every little bit helps but if you pledge five dollars you get access to a special voicemail line where i will play your calls first all right three very quick stories now first up a bronx man is accused of smearing feces on a woman's face in a vile subway attack oh yeah look at that beautiful creamy shit oh yeah look at all that beautiful creamy shit oh yeah i love that creamy shit that's comments from an eyewitness. She kind of dug all that creamy shit on that woman's face. There's a lot of sick people in New York City. 
Yeah, a Bronx man accused of smearing feces on a woman's face in a vile subway attack last week stuck his tongue out as he was led out of his arraignment hearing Tuesday night. Frank Abrakwa, 37, was arrested February 28th and charged with forcible touching, menacing, disorderly conduct, and harassment. That's it? Forcible touching. You mean to tell me if I take my finger and I start poking someone in the chest over and over, I'd be charged with the exact same thing as someone who smeared feces on a woman's face? Well, you might as well just do that. Way more annoying than a little poking. You want to get your point across to someone? Smear shit on their face. There's no downside. Wearing a brightly colored Slam magazine cover bomber jacket and an NBA hat, Abrakwa cursed out Judge Wanda Lasitra during his first court appearance at Bronx Criminal Court late Tuesday. Abrakwa said he was tired of waiting and he demanded the judge hurry things up so he could be handed over to the Brooklyn detectives who were waiting to question him in a hate crime investigation. I think the problem with this guy is he's just uh, impatient. He doesn't have time to wait around for his arraignment. He's got things to do. I bet you there was a slowdown on the subway or some woman was in his way, and that's why he smeared shit all over her face. People must pay for their dilly-dallying. The Bronx man, who had been freed without bail in three other cases, had to face the judge for the attack that took place just three days after New York City Mayor Eric Adams rolled out the subway safety plan meant to crack down on violence in the crime-ridden transport system. You mean up until three days prior, you could just shit on someone and suffer no repercussions? New York City, the greatest city on the planet. Surveillance video from the station that was released by the New York City Police Department on Monday shows the victim, described as a 43-year-old woman, sitting on a bench just waiting for a train. She wasn't even on the train. I thought she was like in an enclosed spot. And that's how the guy was able to smear crap on her. You mean she could have just fled? Like ran away? Instead, she just stuck around. Maybe she thought it was like a clay mask or something. You know, those people that uh, harass you at the mall and then those little kiosks wanting you to try their Dead Sea scrubs and stuff. Maybe she thought it was something like that. Uh, a man walks along the platform carrying a plastic bag. Uh-oh. Suddenly, he lunges at the woman and appears to shove the bag into her face. Mayor Adams called the incident a horrific experience for anyone to go through at an unrelated press conference on Monday. Human waste or someone spitting in your face. It kind of rhymes. Good line in a song. Those are real signs of mental health issues. And we really must dig into how we're dealing with these mental health issues, the mayor added. The attack took place at 515 on February 21st on the southbound platform at the East 241st Street Station. Assistant District Attorney Grace Phillips said that just before the attack, a Brokwa hit on the victim. Oh, there was a reason for this. Okay. So he was hitting on her. He's like, hey, baby, you look good. Uh, he asked her, hey, ma'am, uh, why don't you talk to me? Not the best pickup line. When she ignored him because he seemed crazy, he walked into a subway car and defecated into a bag. Video then shows the man walking back out of the idling subway car and lunging at the woman smearing the excrement on her. A lot of uh, hot liquid poo just went out all at once. Yes, Gail, that's exactly what happened. Does anyone else want to chime in? A bucket of his diarrhea. I didn't want it to be in my mouth, but it was running down my eyes. Well, it wasn't a bucket. It was a bag, but close enough. When the woman leaned forward, he walks behind her and then presses the waist against the back of her head and her back. 
The man has been arrested 44 times and has been accused of repeatedly punching a 30-year-old stranger on a subway platform. Uh, That's on January 7th. He also punched a 53-year-old stranger at the Greyhound station. More recently, it was reported that he grabbed screwdrivers and pepper spray from a Bronx hardware store and then pointed a screwdriver at an employee and said, call the police. In the end, Brooklyn detectives took him into custody uh, as a suspect in a hate crime. I think he's since been released, though. No one on the subway is safe. Hey, speaking of poop, Vladimir Putin is increasingly isolated and paranoid, says Kremlin observers. The Russian president's battle with COVID has left him with lasting psychological and neurological issues. It's being speculated. Well, that's an important thing tacked on the end there. And there's no proof that he even had COVID. And if he had COVID, it's left him with psychological damage. That's why he's gone crazy and invaded Ukraine. We're just blaming everything on COVID, aren't we? From foggy memory to dick shrinkage. What can't COVID do? The miracle disease. U.S. Senator Marco Rubio, the vice chairman of the Senate Select Committee on Intelligence, cryptically tweeted, I wish I could share more, but for now, I can say it's pretty obvious to many that something is off with Putin. He's always been a killer, but his problem now is different and significant. It would be a mistake to assume this Putin would react the same way he would have five years ago. I mean, he's getting older, right? Could be uh, early Alzheimer's, dementia, something like that. Doesn't necessarily have to be COVID. The Russian leader is particularly worried about his health. Military and government officials are obliged to provide fecal samples several times a week to ensure that they do not infect him. We're getting dangerously close to groom of stool territory. Longtime listeners of the show know the groom of stool was a male servant in the household of the English monarch who was responsible for assisting the king in all of his toileting needs. He would supply a bowl full of water and towels and, you know, would wipe the king's ass if the king needed it. And also he would examine the bowel movements, make sure everything's looking good. Maybe Putin doesn't know about Groom of Stool, because I think if he knew about Groom of Stools, he'd he'd have one. Before any face-to-face meetings, Putin has been known to demand that Kremlin bosses spend two weeks in quarantine. Even then, his meetings are known to take place with the leader at the far end of a long dining table. I saw a picture of that, as a matter of fact. The table is ridiculously long, like a football field length. It's all to keep him clear of any infection. Tatiana Stananyava or something uh, of political analyst R. Politic said uh, he was withdrawn into himself a lot during the past two years. He's become distanced from the bureaucratic machinery, from the establishment and from the elite. He spends a lot of time alone stewing in his own fears and thoughts. He doesn't ask for advice. He sets tasks and demands they are implemented. Andrei Kortinov from Moscow-based think tank Russian International Affairs Council said that the decision to invade Ukraine had blindsided many of his Kremlin advisors. Many say they're devastated to see what's happening. Meanwhile, science journalist Lori Garrett said that Putin experts are privately reporting that his behavior is off and not right, suggesting he's suffering uh, the brain fog induced by COVID-19. No way to confirm this, she adds, but much of his army is surely infected, even sick. 
Another doctor added, if someone spent time in intensive care with COVID, they may well be experiencing post-traumatic stress. Also, if their symptoms resulted in a period of time off work, they may also have feelings of isolation. Oh, like Putin. Uh, I love this uh, news site because it allows commenting. The first comment is, he's a big fat bag of shit. Really adding to the intellectual discourse here. Next comment, I could send a bag of my fresh shit to Putin if that's his weird hang up. Another person said, yeah, he's full of shit. It really is a shit heavy episode of DV. Two poop stories and a penis to end with. A construction worker who claimed he was bitten by a black widow spider on his dick said he feared doctors would need to chop it off. This story comes from the UK. Fergus Fairley from Shercock, nice, in County Cavan, Ireland, woke up in pain on January 7th with a cyst the size of a marble on his shaft. This is why I don't sleep naked. Things crawl on you. It's much harder for critters to get at your dick, you know, when you've got layers on. The 26-year-old went to the hospital three days later when the swelling didn't go down. The lump became golf ball-sized. It turned purple and caused a burning pain. He was prescribed a cocktail of drugs. The author of the story does that shit on purpose, right? They could have just said he was prescribed drugs, but no, it's a cocktail. Get it? Because his dick was stung or bit or whatever. He was prescribed a cocktail of drugs and spent four days in the hospital after doctors reportedly found black widow venom in his blood tests. Mr. Fairley worried that he would lose his penis altogether after specialists said they had never seen anything like this before. Black widows are one of the most poisonous spiders in the world, but they're rarely found in Ireland or the UK. It's often mistaken for the far less dangerous false widow spider, which is commonly found in the home nations. The false widow is venomous, but its bite is comparable to a wasp sting. In rare cases, the injury can become infected. Mr. Fairley said, when I woke up and saw this lump, I had no idea what it was, but it got larger and larger as days passed. After three days, I went to A&E in so much pain, it felt like it was burning. I couldn't believe it when they found the venom of a black widow spider in my blood. I'd never even heard of one before. I was in the hospital for days on all kinds of drips after the giant lump burst. Ah! Oh, it burst? Good God! That was when I thought I would lose my penis altogether. I'm all healed now, and I do find it a wee bit funny, but also scary. I had no idea what damage spiders could do. Mr. Fairley had been staying at his mother's house. When he woke up on January 7th, he noticed the marble-sized lump on his cock. After the uh, cyst burst, uh, doctors kept coming in and out for swabs and blood samples. I was lay there in bed. I couldn't walk or even move because of the pain. It wasn't until several days had passed that doctors told him he had been bitten by the spider after blood tests came back. While the venom is rarely fatal, a bite can cause muscle cramps and pain so intense it can be compared to appendicitis or a heart attack. They're incredibly rare in the UK, unable to acclimate to the colder, damper conditions, and false widows are often mistaken for them. Four days after arriving at the hospital, he was finally discharged, although he continued having to take five tablets a day for a month. Mr. Fairley has now been left with a two-centimeter scar. Oh, dick scars are so hot. He's a bad boy. He fucked so much, his hog got injured in the line of duty. What a stud. He said the, uh, the pain was unbearable, and it didn't ease properly until I had been home for around a week. I'm up and walking again now, but it could have been much worse. 
Be careful out there, men. You're carrying around precious cargo. You want to see anything bad happen to those dicks? We might just cross paths one day. I want everything to be in good working order. All right, uh, there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Thursday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Love to hear from you, freaks. And there are so many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash distortedviewshow. Don't forget, we've got a Discord where all the freaks are hanging out. There's a link on the main navigation bar over there at distortedview.com. Speaking of the main navigation bar, you'll see a new entry over there if you uh, check out distortedview.com regularly. And you should be going there. That should be set as your homepage. Come on, man. Anyway, I added a, uh, a new link to uh, a Level 80 Cat Lady Gallery. Yes, still thinking about our fallen comrade. Uh, Level 80 Cat Lady was an amazing artist, and I posted about a hundred or so of uh, some of the stuff that she she's drawn or created or whatever, not just for uh, me or the show, but also her friends. A lot of people in the Discord uh, would ask Level 80 Cat Lady to make um, an avatar for them to use and so she would do that so there's a lot of distorted view listener artwork and then you know just uh, nice stuff that she drew for herself take a second and uh, check it out and i gotta say thanks to ziggo ziggo sent me like a zip file or whatever just a full of level 80 cat lady artwork so uh, everyone thank ziggo in the chat all right let's do a couple voicemails here now oh hey timmy boo it's great big pete hey, great just calling to say that thing that you asked me to say you asked me to say something like Turbo, 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 I think. Anyways, yeah, so... Uh, not bad, not bad. I like that, I guess. I think I say it better still, but, you know, keep working on it. You'll get there. Hi, Tim. Haley's comment calling up with a quick comment about Pat Robertson and Vladimir Putin. Um, I, I've... Yeah, we played, I think it was on uh, Tuesday's podcast, may have been Sideshow Exclusive, Pat Robertson came out of retirement to talk about Vladimir Putin and kind of praise him. I mean, he was like, yeah, Vlad's a bad guy, but he's doing God's work here. Watch the video of, of Pat's commentary a couple times now. And based on what I know of Pat Robertson, having grown up watching the 700 Club, and what I know of the current state of end times fear-mongering uh, among uh, the conservative right, I think Pat Robertson is implying or, or trying to claim that Vladimir Putin is either the Antichrist or a servant of the Antichrist or possibly the... Well, why didn't he just come out and say that? That would make more... Then I would understand what Pat was fucking trying to say. Uh, secular... Old man rambling. Uh, prophet of the Antichrist that uh, yeah. a lot of end times believers... Um, right. And we need the Antichrist to start all that shit, and then so God can, or Jesus can come back, or whatever the hell is going, going to come along. And he's arguing that this is okay, because he's expecting Vladimir Putin to usher in the end of the world. Oh, okay, great. I love that Pat came out of retirement for that. By the way, Google Translate started this with um, uh, a Ukrainian cock. I was like, where is this? Where is this voicemail going? That's apparently not what he said, though. Ukrainian cock. Oh, no, he did say Ukrainian cock. Okay, yeah, where is this going? Oh, yeah. Unicorn hands to check in. 
I may sound like I'm beating off, but I'm just slapping. 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 Slapping the shit out of the itchy tattoo that I just got. Uh, but I was thinking of the people of the Ukraine and the trans community <laughs> and what? how they don't get their rights over in Russia. Yeah, and, uh, it made you so hot. are uncut. Both Russians and the Ukraine, they're uncut. And a lot of trans people are uncut. But Russia, they don't like the gays. They don't sympathize with the trans community. I don't know how Ukrainians feel about gay people. I bet you they're not too fond of them either. We need to support the Ukraine. Okay. Everyone jerk off for Ukraine tonight. Unicorn Hamster is certainly doing his part there. Hey, Timmy Boo. It's it's Achimachi here. I just wanted to call in... uh... Yeah, I've been feeling pretty blue lately. Yeah, no, depression, know. et cetera, et cetera. You can play the song if you want. No, I'm not going to. If you're really depressed, I'm not going to play that. I just got to say though, um, you know, that uh, you singing that fucking uh, fish song really <laughs> gave me a little perk up that I needed to. Oh, I thought you were going to say that. <laughs> that made you want to kill yourself. To go about my day. So thank you. That's all I wanted to say. I love you, Timmy Boo. Oh, man, Tuesday was a fun show, wasn't it? I mean, those were the, for some reason, occasionally, you know, you do this, I do this show day in and day out. Some days I think, uh, you know, I found a lot of good stuff for you. Some days I'm like, woo, it was like pulling teeth to get content. But Tuesday's show was so much fun. We talked about uh, some old public service announcements that were just awful. It was like CBS's um, answer to, you know, NBC has their um, The More You Know line of public service announcements uh, cbs had a line of psa's called stop the madness and they were just awful and then i found uh, more products or more commercials advertising types of food you know how, like the cheese industry will produce commercials for cheese or the coffee industry made, you know made those awful commercials for coffee coffee achiever ads i found one for fish <laughs> right you all need to eat more fish and there was like, uh, there's another great one for eggs. You know, there's been plenty of, of commercials for eggs. Like I mentioned on the show, the incredible edible egg. I remember that growing up. But this one was like, they were really pushing you to eat eggs throughout the day because uh, too many people just eat eggs for breakfast. And, you know, they really got to push the eggs to get, they want more egg sales. So yeah, think about eggs for lunch or dinner. Funny. All right, uh, go back and listen to that episode. Sign up for this sideshow. It was a good time. That is all the time we have on this edition of the program. Watch you guys to email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206 666 4463. That's 206 Oh, God, is it? Oh, God. That's what we call the watermelon hole. Spread the distortion, STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere you can give us a five star rating or a like or a thumbs up. Do that. It really does help the show out. Tomorrow's episode is going to be Sideshow exclusive. I'll be back this weekend, though, for a uh, makeup show. So be on the lookout for that. Until then, have a great day. Bye. Number 
between two and three. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.